Hello, everybody, and welcome to Build Your Own Funnel, the podcast where we inbound marketers teach you remodelers how to build your own inbound marketing and sales funnel. On this podcast, we are never shy about diving into the weeds and giving concrete examples of campaigns that we've seen and run that have worked boosting sales for remodelers like yourself. I'm your co-host, Malachi Price, Builder Funnel's inbound marketing consultant, and today I am joined by Builder Funnel president and co-host, Danielle Russell, and our junior marketing consultant and DJ, Matt Ehrlich. Ooh, I forgot how difficult it is to, to do all of that in one round like that. It's, it's, it's been a minute. Um, we recorded part one of a very special episode uh, with Dominic Sanders last year, you might remember. Um, this is the part two to that episode. Dominic, why don't you introduce yourself again and tell us what it is we're going to be talking about today. Okay, hello everyone. I'm Dom, the marketing manager here at Builder Funnel. And today we are going to be hitting part two of our, well, technically, I guess, my top social media pet peeves. All right. Long awaited. Um, we were going to do it last year, but it, it, in fact, we did it last year, but it got sucked into the cloud and it disappeared into the nether. Um, yeah, exactly. But we're going to pick up where we left off. Dominic, could you um, could you potentially recap the five that we did on the last one if it hasn't been too long? No, no, I got it. I got it. It's always in the back yeah. of my head. <laughs> so last, well, technically not last week, but last episode of our first top five, I'm going to go from five down to one. So number five, we had when you don't have any aesthetic on your feed, including, you know, matching colors, fonts, and your story highlights. Four, when you don't have any educational content on your social platforms. Three is low quality anything, and I'm talking about photos, videos, and the value that you offer. Two is when you go into someone's account and they don't have not one video. And then the number one pet peeve was when you don't have any team content. Right. Yeah, those are bad. Um, I still feel nauseous just thinking about it. But we have some other bad ones today. I'm excited. Dominic, you want to just jump right into it? What do we have for uh, number five on this episode? Let's do it. So number five is when their profile picture is a random selfie and it's not their logo. Oh I would. I would even be okay if it was a team photo. Again, like team content, we're going to roll this back into this episode. Um, but please don't have a picture of you on your 50th anniversary doing push-ups at a conference. I don't know, like any of that, please do not. We want to see your logo. We want to see um, who you are, how you're representing yourself. And a selfie is not the best way to professionally represent your business. This is true. Um, I can tell you, having experienced it on multiple occasions, that I will get the impression that you are a smaller company if I don't see a logo That's as a, a profile point. picture. Mm -hmm. And this is because, like, I kind of get it. If you used to be just like Joe in a van, which all remodeling companies were at one point in time, 
then maybe it made sense that it was just a picture of you because that was the whole brand. But mm -hmm. if you are at the point where your brand is a brand and not just a person, then put your logo in your profile, please. I would even argue that even if you are still a one man show, like that's still your brand. Like you are still, you still need to show up in a way that people take you seriously, regardless if it's just you or if you have a team of a hundred people or however that looks for you right now in your current situation, you need to take your branding seriously, um, your aesthetic seriously, all those things seriously. So then people take you seriously. For sure. Yeah. Any thoughts from the peanut gallery? I'm just afraid to talk. I feel like my wife is so bad. I'm sorry, listeners. Hanging on by a thread been compared to a wood chipper. Um, it occurred to me that nobody listening probably knows what you're talking about because they weren't here for that conversation. Subscribe to mean, our Danielle? Patreon to get uh, behind-the-scenes footage where I bully Danny for her Wi-Fi being bad. If you give us $5 a month, I'll draw you a picture of you with a cowboy hat on. Subscribe now. Wow, I didn't know about this. Sorry, Danny. Danny, please. You, yeah, we can hear you. I don't know how to segue from that. Good luck, Matt, editing this episode. <laughs> Couldn't hear what you can't hear you, Danny. Because mm -hmm. I muted. Uh, that so authentic. It's part of our brand at this point. Me having terrible Wi-Fi is part of the Builder Funnel brand. Um. <laughs> Main thing I was going to contribute to that also is if someone is searching for you, like if they're using Instagram or Facebook for its search to find your profile page, they won't recognize your face. Hopefully they do recognize your logo, but they wouldn't know that that page is yours if it's just a selfie of you. So just another reason to use your logo. Thanks. Agreed. Yeah. And sometimes they are the same page, in which case you got to troubleshoot that. Um a lot, a lot of remodelers' business pages start out as just like a solo page, but make sure that they're separate pages. Just a side note. Um, wouldn't say that if that weren't a consistent issue that we see. Dominic, yep. what's the next one? What else we got? All right. Number four, when their bio doesn't tell me who they are, that for me is almost as worse as not having your logo as your profile picture. Huh? It'd be like it'd be like going into someone's a remodeler's website and they're just no text on the screen. Like you're like, what the heck is going on here? So you have to kind of think of your social accounts as like a mini website that is kind of connected to um, the website and the digital presence you already have. So you need to make sure you have your location in your bio. You need to make sure you have your top keywords specifically, like what you do. So whether that's custom home builder or um, historical renovator or whatever is your specific niche, make sure you have that in your bio along with your location. Um, and then just maybe if you have enough characters left, a quick one sentence liner of who you are just add some personality add 
something so when people go in it's like they're meeting you and not necessarily meeting online you but actually meeting you yeah this is a good one if you if you really want to up your marketing you want to make sure that when people are going to your facebook page or your instagram page or any freaking social media page that you have for the first time assume that they don't already know who you are um yes particularly because with with a lot of uh, smaller remodelers that we see, or maybe not even small, but just small marketing, um, you might actually have your Facebook page show up before your website. So that might actually be, even when they're looking mm -hmm. you up, the first thing that they see. Um, mm -hmm. And I've seen that a lot too, by the way. So anyway, point being Facebook, use it like, like Dom said, like it's your website, because it basically is. Put all relevant information on there. Um, that, yeah, that always hurts to see. Well, I'm not sure we have much else to say about that one. It's pretty straightforward. What's the next one, Dom? Number three is when they still shoot all their behind the scenes photos and vid videos horizontal. Okay, we are now officially in 2024. Okay, we're moving into the future. It's time to take everything with us into the future, meaning vertical. If you are sh not shooting for YouTube, then you should be shooting vertical no matter what. If you're shooting for YouTube, okay, obviously horizontal. But other than that, I should not see those black bars on your content on your social media page. No more of that in 2024. We're going to leave that nice all behind shot. in 2023. And we're up leveling. All right. So vertical, always, always, always vertical. Am I understanding correctly that every social media platform literally except for YouTube prefers vertical? I would say so. Yes. 100%. Because I know now, for instance, like on Instagram, any video you post is automatically going to be a reel. Like there's no such thing as you know, like an in-feed post video. No, they're all reels now. So, and I'm pretty sure if Instagram has made that jump, Facebook has already made that jump. Everyone has been making this jump to that real style vertical videos. You have TikTok, everything. I mean, even Pinterest, like still has that more of that vertical aspect ratio that they prefer with all their type of posts. So I would just play it safe and just keep it vertical. Yeah. My impression is that people still think horizontal is like the more normal aspect ratio because that's like, you know, movie theaters are are that. Like, I think that's the original reason that we ever had that as like a standard aspect ratio. But if you're listening to this, please think of what you are usually watching videos on. It's probably your phone. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're watching videos on your desktop, you're probably watching long form stuff. It's probably YouTube. Yeah. So basically just assume that vertical is the way that you should film your videos again, unless you're going on YouTube. 100%. And even then YouTube shorts are also preferred vertical. That, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was, right. was going to say that. that. Too. Yeah, good point. Just to make it more complicated for you guys. Mo it just assume it's vertical just start with vertical if you're not Next seven point. years old oh, no one's no one's watching do people actually watch youtube uh shorts YouTube i shorts? feel like 
Yeah, they're suggested for me, and they're like, do you want this cropped TikTok that's really low res? And I'm like, no, I'm good, thanks, though. I just, <laughs> I'm wondering. Dom, do you know any statistics behind that? I'm curious. Like, is uh, YouTube Shorts, like, a big uh, a big thing? Should our clients be, like, doing them? I do not have any statistics for that. I mean, we literally just started pushing out with that ourselves, like, this year, 2024, um so i have no like personal statistics that we have that we have been experimenting with um and i haven't read anything about it so that's something that you know maybe six months from now we have another episode of something to talk about yeah once we have the data to back it up yeah exactly for the time being short form vertical content reels would be your preferred platform because we know that works youtube yeah Shorts, you know, maybe someday. We'll see. All right, we're getting into it. What else do we got, Dom? All right, we're down to the last two on the list. And these two I fought hard with what's going to be number one, but I got it figured out. So number two is when they post something with no caption. And I'm also even going to double this up, and I'm going to say even when they also post a video that has no subtitles or captions within the video either okay those that is a huge pet pet peeve part is personal because for me i'm a very visual person so i really like reading what people are saying versus hearing what they're saying but for the algorithm wise as well they really value videos that have text within the video so whether that is just on-screen text or whether that's captions um, and then also when you're posting something if you don't have um, a caption that's going with your post, then you are missing out on a huge opportunity to include keywords within that post. So it even becomes easier um, when people are searching for that type of topic that you are posting about. Um, and it really doesn't have to be anything difficult. For instance, if you are a kitchen remodeler and you are posting a reel of a recent um, kitchen project that you finished, in the caption, just make sure you are putting some of those trending keywords. So for instance, kitchen remodel or um, like kitchen remodel on a budget or small kitchen remodeling ideas or whatever is trending right now, make sure you're throwing those into your captions, um, into some hashtags at the end, and then also finding a way to include that within your video, whether that's just on-screen text or within your script, you're making sure you're saying those keywords. Yeah. Nice. This is an interesting one. I actually have a question about it. Say that someone's uploading a video where they're like, it's them talking about a project, some kind of monologue for like a minute or two. It's very, you know, content heavy in the video. Right. What do you think that they should put in the caption? Let's assume that they can't put literally all of what they said in the caption. So if they have a very content heavy video, then what I would recommend putting in the caption is just finding those high level main ideas um, that you're talking about and then finding ways to conversationally put those into the caption. So for instance, if you're talking about um, common mistakes to avoid when starting your remodeling project, then make sure you find ways to conversationally also put that in your caption. So it would be something like, 
Um, check out the video above to figure out some common mistakes we've seen homeowners make and our top recommendations on how to avoid them. Um, and then, you know, you can spell it out a little bit more if you want, like if you actually just want to list the main ideas, you can also do that. So you can treat those as like subheaders. Um, and then in your caption, just find some hashtags that will work with those keywords as well. Yeah, well said. I kind of like thinking of it the way that I would like a um, an email subject line and preview is like mm -hmm. I want you to mm -hmm. I want you to watch this video or in this analogy I want you to read this email, but I know that you probably won't unless I tell you what value you're going to get out of it first. Right. So in the caption, put like what you think people are going to get out of this video. There's a chance that they might skip over the video, see the caption, be like, oh, okay, that's interesting, and then actually watch mm -hmm. the video. Um, use that to 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 reel them in because people's default thing with swiping is not to actually watch something but to keep swiping and unless you right. catch their attention first mm -hmm. there's also a interesting trend going on right now on instagram i'm sure we've all seen it especially on meme pages where they have those kind of like thumbnail style posts that just has a couple words and then a crazy um, graphic and it kind of grabs your attention in order for you to slide to the next you know what I'm talking about right. you know mm -hmm. yeah okay so that that's also something that you can experiment with as well like if you want to do a two slide carousel instead of just posting your video if you want to create like a thumbnail style cover that says what it's about and then they swipe and it goes into the video like that's also something that you can experiment with as well yeah that would work on me too. One, once I hear sound coming out, I'm immediately like, ah! So if you start with like a little, just like image preview that's quiet of what I want to see, you're more likely to catch mine. Um, but yeah, give that a try, listener, if you haven't yet. Um, if we're seeing it a lot, which Dom is, that means it probably works. All right, you want to take us to the final one? All right. Number one. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna redo that sentence. Just edit that out. <laughs> Don't worry, listener. I definitely edited it out. <laughs> okay, number one top pet peeve for this video is when they don't have any promotional content. And I'm even talking about CTAs on your captions and everything. Bruh. Okay, so Last episode, we talked about not having any educational content. Um, and then this video, I'm talking about not even having any promotional content. And when I say promotional content, I'm not talking about that typical um, salesy pitch type videos that you think of when you hear promotional content. I'm even talking about you don't have links in your stories. So when you're promoting a cost guide or you're promoting a project spotlight, you're linking to that page on your website or you're putting your um, book a meeting link in that story so people can go and book a meeting. I'm also talking about when you're posting a carousel or a reel or a post and you're not putting a CTA and that caption telling people the next step that you want them to do like, hey, 
Um, if you like this one, then follow us so you can see more of these types of projects. Or hey, if you enjoyed this tip that I gave, then comment below what other tips that you would like to hear about. Um, any of those little things that you might think is either cringy or cheesy or don't work, trust me, they do work and people will read it. And, and if they really feel attached to who you are and what you're talking about, they're going to want to keep engaging with you. Um, and so you just need to give them that little bit of instruction of what the next step is. Yeah, well said. <laughs> Remember, no, no, <laughs> no matter. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. No matter how good uh, the video or piece of content is, the end goal is never just that the person engages with that piece of content. The, the, the end goal is always to move them beyond that so that they continue to engage with more of your stuff and 100%. move down the funnel. Social media, remember, is the top of the funnel. If people are spending a bunch of time there, you're not going to see them um, in your inbox for a while. Mm -hmm. So you want to give CTAs and things like this to move them down the funnel to keep them engaging with your content. And then eventually that's when you actually get them reaching out and saying, hey, you guys are cool. I want to do a, bath a bathroom remodel or whatever, or, or a whole home remodel, the biggest one that you've ever done. Um, <laughs> and it all started with this video that I saw on social media that had a really good CPA in it. I think it's really important to note too, the average social media user or the average person in general doesn't know how to buy a remodeling project. So mm -hmm. think of these, you're teaching everyone how to buy from you. So these calls mm -hmm. to action are just next steps because the average person probably never actually remodels their home. You're looking for a very specific person or you're teaching people how to even follow up with you, how to do research, how to qualify you. So if you're not yep. telling them what to do, they literally don't know what to do. This is true. Yeah. If they've never done point. it before, how would they know? That's just that's just how the world works. Mm -hmm. This is why also I'm digressing a little bit, but this is why we recommend things like remodeling guides or things that actually give people a full overview of what it looks like to work with you. You know what it's like to work with you, but assume that nobody else does if they haven't worked with you before. Um, that's why maybe uh, your CTA might be to something like, hey, here's our remodeling guide. Learn what it's like to work with us. We're the best, blah, blah, blah. Well, thank you, Dom, <laughs> for being on the show. Uh, this was awesome. I'm excited for when we get so much reaction to this that people are demanding a part three. Um, that will come in 2025. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Matt, can you cue the music, please? So these are our social media pet peeves. Just know, even if we're making fun of all of the things that we're hearing on here, we know that it's normal. You know, we get it. We're telling you this now so that you can fix it and you can, you can be better and you can expand on your marketing. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.